Hello, and welcome to Catholicism in the Car. My name is Parker Zerbal. Alrighty, I want to continue our discussion of various social issues, and we've discussed the issue of abortion and kind of two subsets under that of of uh, conception and how that relates to abortion. Um, and we've also discussed the definition of murder and some other things related to all of that. And then also the, uh, the concept of personhood and how that relates to the issue of abortion. And next, kind of under this umbrella of issues regarding life and death, I think we'll go from the the beginning of life to the end of life, so end of life issues. And I think the main one that, that is considered a social issue, at least in my context in the United States of America, would be that of euthanasia. Euthanasia. And euthanasia is, as probably many of you know, where generally it would be a, a doctor um, who would administer some sort of a quote-unquote a treatment of some sort in order not to heal but to to kill uh, to, to end a life and I think generally euthanasia is posited for the sake of ending suffering for the sake of ending suffering either mental suffering physical suffering or both and I think that this issue of euthanasia really hinges hinges upon how we view suffering as a society. And I've, I've discussed before um, how, whether you're religious or not, how we can view suffering as redemptive, as um, it, viewing it in a way that good can come out of it. Whether you're religious or not, I truly believe that that you can uh, that you can live in such a way where the sufferings that you experience that you will inevitably experience and I often say that the, the default position of human life is not pleasure it's suffering the default position of human life is suffering so it's just a gradient of lesser suffering or greater suffering and then there's little bits of pleasure here and there and pleasure also has a gradient but I think it's it's bounded by suffering. Pleasure is bounded by suffering. You either have too little pleasure, which is the type of suffering, or you have too much pleasure, which is a type of suffering. And it's it's quite rare that, if not impossible, that we were we are ever in a state in our life where we are free of suffering, completely free of suffering. Because even if you are hyped up on drugs, you are at least experiencing the suffering of not being mentally aware not being cognizant of your surroundings. And that that is a suffering in and, in and of itself. So, yeah, I think this issue of euthanasia really depends upon how we view suffering. Because if you view suffering as something to be escaped from, then euthanasia makes a lot of sense. But if you view suffering as something to be embraced for a greater good, as the, the athlete embraces the pain of their their training for the greater good of becoming becoming faster 
better, stronger, whatever it might be at their specific sport. And, and I really think that, that this is the answer to the, the question of euthanasia. It, it, it's not about, uh, it, it's not so much about, you know, is my life worth living? Am I a person or not? If, if my life is, you know, full of suffering. I really think those are side issues that, that aren't getting to the root of the problem here when people are asking this question about, should I um, be able to die, to, ch- to choose when I die, um, and bring that upon myself by my own choice? Because really, euthanasia uh, is the question of suicide, ultimately. Um, it's, it's often called physician-assisted suicide. Or, on a flip sense, I guess there could be circumstances where the physician makes the determination upon whether the patient is, uh, is suffering so much to where they, they can end their life. The physician can end their life, right? But, but I do think that's a, that is a separate issue. That's more about... Because the, the, the patient would still, in that instance, need to have said to the physician, hey, if I appear to be in X amount of suffering then take my life, okay? So it is still a form of suicide, I would argue. It's still ultimately that person's decision. Because if it wasn't, if it was if it was completely against that person's uh, will, or if they had never expressed anything um, saying that they wish to be euthanized, then then I think clearly to, to, most, to the vast majority of people, uh, it wouldn't be a question. You wouldn't, in that instance, be able to euthanize the person. And I don't think anybody would argue that. Now, maybe some would, and I'd have to, you know, I think we'd have to have a discussion at that, because there would be a, there'd be a lot of things to unpack if someone took that position of saying that even if the person was unwilling to be euthanized, or even if the person did not positively will, did not say anything about wanting to be euthanized, that it would still be a moral good to euthanize them. Like, basically, basically then you're just thrusting it all upon the doctor to make the decision of life and death. You're basically giving the doctor the the ability to, to take life at, at his will, ultimately. Because it just it depends on whether the doctor thinks the person's suffering uh, enough or not. And that's completely arbitrary. So I would say that that position is not a live option for the vast majority of people. What is a live option for a lot of people is 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 them choosing to say, to either give the doctor permission, if I'm in X amount of suffering, you may kill me, or for them, uh, to, if they're conscious, to actively say to the doctor, you may kill me now, I am in enough suffering, I want to die, right? So, so I, I would argue that when most people are speaking about this, this issue, they're really speaking about the issue of suicide or physician-assisted suicide, um, where the person is willing to die, they want to die, they just may not have the capability to kill themselves if they're in a certain a particular situation. So yeah, I, I um I do think that the issue of euthanasia ultimately boils down to the issue of suicide and whether suicide is acceptable within society, it, whether it's a moral uh, a good a moral good a moral choice that one can make as opposed to uh, a morally bad decision, right? And and, and again, it all boils down to the issue of suffering. Are we thinking and living in a paradigm where we see suffering as something to be embraced for a greater good? Or are we living in a paradigm where suffering where suffering is not where suffering is not embraced? In fact, it's we're running away from it constantly. And and I, I really do think that the history of humanity has shown us that that 
you don't have to be religious in order to take a view of redemptive suffering. There were plenty of, of pagans um, in ancient times, and I'm sure there are many like atheists today who, who would argue against these things. Um, it's not necessarily a, a religious point of view to take. What it comes down to is, is the ethics of suicide. Is it ethical for someone to take their own life? And if it's ethical for a doctor to take someone's life when the person is willing it, what, why, why is it not ethical for someone to take their own life for any reason? You know, it, it, um, that would seem to be, at least to me, a gradient which would be arbitrary. What, what is the actual difference here between someone saying that, that it's, it's perfectly okay for physician-assisted suicide to exist, but not for like personal suicide to exist? I don't, I don't see a way to really argue that. Maybe I'm wrong, um, but I personally don't see a way someone could argue argue that. The question does come down to, is suicide a moral option, a, a moral good or not? Or is it, is it morally neutral? You know, these are, these are very important questions. And I think we will continue that discussion a little bit in the next episode on, on the morality of suicide, because it is the root issue here when we're talking about euthanasia. All right. Thanks. Oh, uh, real quick, real quick, please feel free to uh, subscribe to any of my podcasts on any of the podcast players. Find me on YouTube. Please subscribe. Like me on Facebook, like the Catholicism Car channel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're all there. Catholicism Car. Find me. And then I also have a Patreon account if you wish to support what I do at this, at this podcast and this YouTube channel. And you can also support us on anchor.fm. There's a support button there you click on. I also have links to all of this on my website's support page at www.catholicisminthecar.com.